Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast on a Monday after Slapgate 2022. Fear heckling uh, oh, just yeah. went to a whole new level. There's a whole new level of it. Will Smith jumped on stage and slapped Chris Rock across the face after he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. We talked a lot about that this morning. It's kind of the story ruling the world right now. But also, Will Smith kind of did it, but he kind of meant to do it. <laughs> Sometimes people accidentally swear. They cuss. Yes, yes. I think his uh, was very intentional, though. Some people here on the morning show, though, yeah. might have, uh, you know, dropped something else yeah. by accident. Also, oddly enough, connected to Will Smith and Jada, height differences in relationships. Yeah. The long and short of it, as it were. All go. of that and a lot more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. Well, optimism was uh, all over the place last night at the Oscar Awards. People hopeful that they would win. No one expected to see what they did. Uh, Amy Schumer came down like Spider-Man. Nobody saw that coming. No. Right. Uh, no. The big slap heard round the uh, L.A., apparently. Will Smith last night approached Chris Rock on stage after he cracked a joke about Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, and he slapped him right across the face. So they got us thinking, well, the next time they bump into each other, hmm. it's probably going to happen. What should Chris Rock say back to him? And it is kind of fun to to set your mind to the tune of one of the greatest comedians of all time. Why not? Right? Oh, yeah. Now, Chris Rock can say a lot of things that most of us can't. Uh, apparently, though, there's a line, and he found it last night. Yeah. Who knew? Honestly, side note, he has said so many more aggressive oh. things about other people. Yeah, and I, well, I texted Chris. I was like, can you imagine Ricky Gervais? Like, Remember how he would go after people? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this may not have been the funniest joke in the world. Like, you know what I, mean? I don't even know if the joke landed like yeah. he wanted, but like... Ricky Gervais would get mean. I oh. mean, this uh, was way tamer. Well, also, uh, most of Hollywood didn't like Ricky Gervais right. for going after them personally. Because, yeah. like, we're not used to you making jokes about us. How dare you kind of thing. Yeah, but you're right. This was way tamer than much of that stuff. And way tamer than stuff Chris Rock has said about things, people, society, life, etc. right? Whatever. This was a sensitive one, apparently. So we said, text us at 60123. Chris Rock and Will Smith bump into each other. What should Chris Rock say back to him? And we've got a lot here. So uh, coming in right off the bat from a 773, dude, you blew it. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't know if that's a note to me or if that's a note to <laughs> We'll find out. Uh, from a 904, hey, man, that's why I called it Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> Just walk away. From that was a great show. Fair, great yeah, show, back right? Back in the day. Uh, from a 773, hey, Will, my face didn't hurt your hand, did it? <laughs> well, uh, that could work. I could, yeah. see, I could see Chris Rock trying to pull that off. Chris Rock bumps into Will Smith. What should Chris Rock say back to him? Uh, from a 219, you know, press the issue a little bit. That's all you got, Will? Ouch. Oh, yeah. Don't know if <laughs> at that point if I would instigate that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. From a 219, and if you say this one, if you imagine Chris Rock saying it, I think it plays well. Come on, Will. Jada hits harder than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would really put Will down. Yeah. Ouch. The first thing I thought about, this is not a text, this is me. Uh, the first thing I thought about was that Will Smith played Ali and, like, learned how to box to be Ali. Sure. So then I thought, well, if he really wanted to, couldn't he just really take him down? And maybe he held back a little bit? I yeah, he could have knocked him on his butt. Plus, you would he's think. taller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way that started, the right. wind-up, I thought it was going to be, like, that's why I thought it was fake initially. Because right. it looked like it was going to be a way harder right? Punch, and then it... Like you said, ended up being kind of a slap. I think right. you're right. Yeah. The tuxedo held him back. I like, think so, he right? Had little arms yeah. in the tux. Well, Dolce and Gabbana didn't know that he was going to be swinging that night. You know, <laughs> it could be that he really thought it out because he's like, you know, an actual punch to the face, yeah. closed be, fist, right. could actually do serious damage. But I'm going to send him a big time message by right. smacking right. him hard. I also think too, it's like you slap the mouth. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Anyway, yeah. Uh, two more here from a seven seven three. 
Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. From a 630. Hey, man, I'm sorry. That was inappropriate and it was insensitive. And they move on. Just patch right. it up and move forward. So that's an option. Or from a 773. <laughs> hey, man, you should have saved that slap for August Alsina, who's Ooh. the dude Jada had the entanglement with. Oh, my God. So there you go. Oh. So that'd be Chris Rock just being like, I'm going to go a little bit further. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> so that was, uh, boy. I, I would love to be a fly on the wall if and when. Yeah, they bump and I into agree with you guys. I don't know how this is going to resolve itself. Right. I don't know if it's going to be on her show. Yep. I don't know if it's going to be the next Oscars, I, but it, it will. It, it's just what's this next chapter going to be? Exactly. Yeah. And we, I guess we just have to legit wait and see, right? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe there'll be a new movie that's coming out starring Chris Rock and Will Smith, and we'll all be like, oh, yeah. we're going to look <laughs> at this it. a lot differently if they <laughs> announce that. Like, wait a second. Hold on. Produced <laughs> by Jada. Yeah, exactly. We're like, huh? <laughs> The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. Yeah, we're breaking all the rules (laughs) today uh, because this is a fight-themed flash briefing. (laughs) In at number three, Hayden Pantier and boyfriend Brian Hickerson. They've already had their own serious fights and issues, um, but it seems like they had a united front at a fight outside an L.A. restaurant over the weekend. So they got in an argument, um, the couple, with another group at the restaurant. The whole group and them all get kicked out of this restaurant. Brian jumps into action. Hayden starts screaming, Brian, jail, jail. Most likely trying to warn him uh, of what could happen if cops show up because he's on probation until 2025. Okay. They had some earlier issues even between them. Um, and some, uh, you know, altercation, domestic violence and assault situation. So a lot of fighting happening wow. in Hollywood. Yeah. And these two at least were on the same side this time. Did you hear supposedly what started it? No. Someone accused her of being a bad tipper. <laughs> is literally what oh, I read. That's no the, excuse for the that. The other no. people that they got into the altercation, something came out where that supposedly is what started well, this. Well, you know, the question, do you tip on top of tax or not? <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely can lead to fist, fist flying. <laughs> well, Hayden Panettiere, you know, from Heroes and then Nashville yeah. as well. Oh, but yeah. Anyway. And she's very short, so her very and fight tiny. is like, oh, my God. Very tiny. Uh, in a number two, after weeks of public fighting, Kim and Kanye look like they are finally co-parenting. At least it looks like it's back on track. They both attended their son soccer match um, and a couple of their other kids were there as well. They have public issues going back and forth about their divorce and of course Kim's new boyfriend Pete Davidson. I also don't know. I just saw this come in but um, uh, Kanye West sent a handwritten letter to Will Smith that just said thanks man. Appreciate you taking some heat off me for a minute. So yeah not bad. Not bad. Right? In at number one last but not least the slap heard around the actor's world. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock live on stage at the Oscars last night after Chris made a joke about Will's wife, Jada, about G.I. Jane 2. Uh, when the joke first happened and was told, the cameras panned over to the couple to see their reaction. And um, they had very different reactions. Will started laughing, kind of chumming it up. Uh, Jada, intense eye roll, like, oh Yeah. Uh, moments after that, Will is calmly walking up on stage and just kind of walks up in front of Chris, slaps him pretty hard. It's like a slap punch situation. Yeah. Um, it was real, real, and um, people didn't know what to do. Nobody knew what to do, and then they shouted at. Well, he shouted at Chris from state. Yeah, wow. When he Fly. was getting a lot of shouting that we couldn't see live on TV, right. but that clip is going around now. So kind of intense, intense yeah. weekend it was intense. for Hollywood. Yeah, it really was. Jeez.
That was your flash briefing. All right. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. So last night, obviously, uh, if you saw it on the Oscars, if you didn't, it's all over Twitter. If it's not there, it's on Instagram. If it's not there, it's on uh, Facebook. If it's, not, it's probably on Snapchat. I think I saw it on LinkedIn. <laughs> Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Everybody's talking about it. And then he got bleeped out. Now, on the American, or I guess what I saw in Chicago, they kind of just all audio cut from yeah. the slap <laughs> for about a good 30 seconds. Uh-huh. But they did not blur Will's mouth. You could very clearly read his lips because he was enunciating very well. Uh, and he dropped a couple F-bombs on yeah. Chris, who, Chris Rock, well, well known for swearing. Oh, yeah. He did say slap the S out of me, yeah. but after that, he kept it together. <laughs> Pretty impressive. He did not accidentally cuss, but sometimes it happens. It's very common. Now, a study has been done that says cussing like a sailor will actually ease pain just like a pain pill might. So if you're just letting it fly because you just got hurt, actually, that is a helpful uh, reaction to your body's natural flight or fight response which in turn will dampen the pain. On that Nick Cage show, the swearing, the art of swearing thing on Netflix, they show people would put their hand in freezing, freezing water. One group was allowed to swear. The other group that wasn't allowed to swear. The swearers... Could hang on so much longer. Really? Yeah, it, was, it was crazy to watch. Like, the people that could swear were able to withstand the cold temperatures longer than those who couldn't. That's impressive. But I feel like sometimes you lose control and you don't, you forget where you are and you let one fly. <laughs> you accidentally just start swearing. Whip, you had this happen to you live on the radio at some point in your career? Yeah, not this station, but many, many years ago, I was. Uh, a, a, Hosting a morning show that day with a different partner because we had partners in and out all the time it was just not. It was a weird situation, so I think I was a little uncomfortable. Not the person's fault, but my fault. So out of nowhere, just on the air, I just said the f word as we were just talking. I'm like, Duh! and so just to set it. Radio people, we always know where the dump button is because right. you're in a delay for that very reason. But you don't use it very often for and the most part. You know it's there, but very rarely do you use it, especially right. not on yourself. And so I was, like, all in the span of a couple of seconds, I had to find the dump button, hit it, and I don't think my heart stopped pounding for, like, the next four hours. And so, you have seven seconds. Yes. Yeah, right. But it feels like nine hours. An eternity. <laughs> right. Especially uh, uh, once you hit it. Like, once you hit it, you're like, oh, my God, did I get it? Did, did I, I get, get it? it? Did I get it? Because yeah. you have that fear that somehow or another it got through anyway. Right. But luckily for me, that one didn't. So the dump button for the uninitiated is literally a button that we have here in the studio that you can push in an emergency, and yeah. it will basically delete or block out the like seven seconds prior of audio. Yeah, exactly. So it'll just be like, Hoof. and that was hilarious, man. Yeah. And you'll be like, what just happened? I missed it. And yeah. the engineers having fun actually put yes. the poop emoji on it. So, yes. you, so you know. So you know. That's oh, that's the is. dump button. Exactly. I had it happen with Andy Grammer in studio here about a year ago. Recently. And yes, here at the mix, Andy Grammer in studio. <laughs> yeah. He's performing. Now, we were all surprised because Andy busts out a trumpet. Yeah. We're like, what? <laughs> so he's singing the song and then he does a trumpet solo and he misses a couple notes and he literally goes, oh man, I effed that one up. Oh, sorry, we're live. I was like, yeah, Andy, come on, Ange. Oh, man. Jeez, watch your grammar, buddy. Uh, of all the mixed uh, artists, you think like you're going to worry about Andy like, Grammer Andy dropping Grammer? the F-bomb? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, Doja Cat's here, but Andy Grammer. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Oh, wow. Well, sometimes you get thrown off, and it's your accidental cuss. You didn't mean to cuss, but you just did. Maybe you were speaking to a group of kindergarten kids at career day. <laughs> Another effing question, Tommy. You know, it just flies out of you. You don't know. Oh, no. 312-233-1019, your accidental cuss. You didn't mean to, but it accidentally came out. 312-233-1019. Good morning, Ray. How's, how's it going this morning? Going good. How are you guys? Doing all right. You had an accidental uh, swearing moment? 
Yeah, I, uh, I played a lot of softball when I was younger, and uh, I was on a uh, church softball league. They finally got me to play one time, and I missed a fly ball in the outfield, and I let it fly. Let me <laughs> <laughs> so you were playing outfield. The ball just co- goes right through your hands, and then there it goes at the church league. Yeah, it bounced off my mitt, and then I just yeah, I let it fly. <laughs> that, that bomb landed, and everybody just looked at me, and I uh, yeah, I uh, never yeah. got asked to play again. No. <laughs> well, well, I wonder why. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't that he dropped the ball. I exactly. Say, <laughs> You're listening to the Morning Mix podcast. We're talking height differences because mm-hmm. they happen now, according to TikTok. It is uh, Short King Spring. That's what's happening. The hashtag Short King has gone viral. More than 329 million views because people are saying this is the spring for the short guys. Ladies are getting ready and they're coming after them. So get ready. Now that got us thinking, well, who's got some height differences in these relationships? My wife and I are fairly, I would say our height difference is fairly average. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, common one. I'm, yeah. I'm like 6'1", and she's like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, depending, right? Mm-hmm. I notice it when she's barefoot. Like, if we're out somewhere and she's got any kind of shoe on, it doesn't click as much. But then if we're barefoot, I'm like, oh, wow, you're out. You breathe down there? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you all right? Uh, I feel like Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Isn't she taller than Yeah, him? she's yeah. tall. Yeah. Yeah, 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 she's tall. And then um, Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones is taller than most people on planet Earth. So, yeah, yeah. yeah who knows? So we said, all right, what's your height difference? 312-233-1019. Doesn't matter. Could be male, female, male, male, female, female, whatever. What is the height difference in your relationship? Now, coming in right here, uh, where are you there? Hi there, Janet. Good morning. Good morning. How's everything going this morning? Really good. Thank you. You've got a nice height difference there in the relationship? For 41 years, I've been married to him. Um, He's a foot taller than I am. He's six foot five, and I'm five foot five. Wow. Wow. Does that impact when you're like, Looking for a house? You're like, well, <laughs> can we lower the cabinets here? Uh, we live in a really old house, so all the ceilings are pretty tall, so we lucked out on that one. Wow. Okay, Good. so 6'5 five and 5'5. Five, five. That's a full foot difference there. Yeah. Okay, we like that. We've got a full foot there. Now uh, let's go over to Carrie. Hi there, Carrie. Good morning. Good morning. You and your uh, hubby got a little bit of a height difference going on? Yes, I'm five foot two. He's six foot three. Six foot three. Ooh. Wow, yeah. that's thirteen inches if I'm doing my math right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So six three to five two. So when you go to kiss, so let me ask you this: <laughs> your wedding. They go, you may kiss the bride. Does he drop to a knee at that moment, or how did you guys? Did he pick you up like a doll? How did you guys solve that? <laughs> he he bent over really far. <laughs> Threw his back out at the right, wedding. Right. Wow. He's crazy. Couldn't dance. Couldn't yeah. even dance. That now, uh, may I ask? Do you guys have children? We do. Our daughters are five ten and five eight, and my twin boys are six two and six four. Wow! So Midget in the middle. Bless you for all the clothes you bought. Yeah. Goodness, goodness <laughs> me! Holy cow! All right, so there's some high differences there. Let's see. I'm doing fast math on these. I'm like, okay, wait a second. All right, now, uh, Lori. Hi there, Lori. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing pretty well. Now you've uh, got a height difference in the relationship. Yes, I am five foot two, and my husband is six foot four. Whoa. Five foot two to six foot—that's fourteen inches. It sure is. Wow! And every picture we have has him with his neck sideways. So that's <laughs> picture. I was gonna say it's like when you snap a shot. It's like okay, only one of your heads can be in. Pick which <laughs> exactly. one. Exactly. You're listening to the Morning Mix podcast. It was a big left turn in your life, and you just said it's time. Violetta, I'm done reporting this traffic. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, well, I'm gonna go become a prima ballerina. I don't well, know what would you do. Um, well, I've, not that I've been considering it, but if I had to, 
I've been thinking about entering bird racing as like oh, a profession look at that. because right. I I got like introduced to this like weird world of bird racing uh, last year, and now the little baby pigeons need to be sent off back to Indiana yeah. for the for yeah. their race. Um, so yeah, I probably do bird racing if I wasn't doing this. Well, three one two two three three one zero one nine. You quit, and now you're doing blank. People are quitting their jobs, and they're going off to do wild things. Like Lucy in England, she quit. She decided to go become a nudist and live in a vampire colony, because why not? Uh, you know, choices come up in life, and you figure, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah. boy, did she love the experience. So we said, all right, who quit, and what do you do now? Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. Now, what kind of job did you have? I worked for a large IT company, and I was a financial analyst. Okay, so a lot of numbers, a lot of spreadsheets. Are you good in Excel? It sounds like you might be. I, I am, yeah. She excels at Excel. <laughs> and you decided to just throw it in, and then what did you do? I opened a dog daycare and training facility. Oh, Come on. That's yeah, awesome. That is. When you, life throws you lemons, surround yourself with puppies. That's yeah. what I say. You, you exactly. sound, your story sounds like it should be on one of those financial advisory commercials. Like, don't waste your life doing this horrible thing. Let us help you do what you want. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the doggy daycare you've yep. always dreamed of. Now, um, Oh, go ahead, Michelle. I was going to say, funny you say something like that, because it actually, I was going back for my master's, and that's where this idea originated. And the college that I was doing my master's degree at did a write-up on me to their in their student papers there and all the stuff to the alumni saying, like, see, come to school here. This is what happens. Yeah, you can, right. you can quit and own a doggy daycare. Yeah. That's awesome. What's the name of your doggy daycare? Park Avenue Day Camp. Park Avenue. <laughs> yes. I want to rock down to <laughs> Avenue. If you want that one for free, we'll, sw- we'll swing it your way. <laughs> Thanks. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I'm good. Click. I'm good. Oh, oh we, uh, we've lost Michelle. Weird. Park Avenue. Uh, one of my favorite things about any doggy daycare is the pun in the name. Yeah. They all have a pun. Always. Yeah, the best part of a doggy daycare. Yep. Our dog in L.A., it was like, it was bone. Bone sweet bone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't say that. Yeah, I had to go drop him off at Bone Sweet Bone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, testing one two one two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki's sound check on the morning mix. We're gonna start with something that's going to make Whip very happy. Oh. Because later on we're gonna make you sad. But oh, no. right now we're gonna go happy. Okay. Uh, so he, Snoop Dogg has collaborated with Katy Perry, obviously Dre, Martha Stewart, Everybody. Ben Rector. Yeah. Added to the list. You ready for this? No. B T S. Oh, you're kidding me! <laughs> oh my epic. god! I mean, Forget about it. And the best part is, you know, Snoop is the best, and he basically tells. He says, "I make good music. They make good music, and we end up doing this, and that's what it's always about: bringing our worlds together." The best thing is, Snoop often spells in his raps because like, here's uh, D O double G, and that's B T S. I can't wait. It's gonna be fantastic. It'll be like a spelling bee in there. Ah, uh, yeah. This is gonna be good. So that is something to look forward to. Uh, big congratulations to Billie Eilish. Last night, amazing performance. That was fantastic. And win. And uh, this makes her, so I guess, is this a new thing? You know, you got, what it's called the, the EGOT, right? That's yes. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Tony. Yep, she's on her way. She's a gag. That's what, I've, that's what I'm calling it. Gag? Grammy, 
Emmy Golden Globe. Golden Globe, right. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is I said when G- she won. Because you can add Oscar. I don't know. Yeah, okay. When she won, I was like, well, Lin-Manuel, you got to wait a little longer, buddy. Yeah. Because he hasn't. I thought he got the Oscar because Hamilton was nominated when they put it on Disney Plus, blah, blah, blah. He did not. Oh, he doesn't he have an Oscar. Huh. Yet. Well, yeah, so she's a, she's a gyag. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and she's the youngest artist to win that. And uh, Violetta pointed out something awesome to earlier, too, that, you know, if, if you do a song for Bond, you have like a 50-50 shot of winning an Oscar. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? So, like, Wings did Live and Let Die. They did not win. Um, and Carly Simon, no, for Nobody Does It Better. Your Eyes Only, Sheena Easton, no, but Skyfall, Adele, Spectre, Sam Smith, and then, of course, No Time to Die, Phineas and Billy won. Wow. So, Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then the really sad big story over the weekend at dominated Friday and uh, a lot of our weekends all all over uh the passing of Taylor Hawkins. So they're saying now that the death is probably a cardiovascular collapse uh with contributing factors of 10 different drugs found in his system and uh the last report is saying that his heart weighed 60 grams which is double the size of an average heart. Oh my very, oh, very sad. Miley Cyrus breaking down uh, live uh, during her performance about Taylor. In fact, a lot of artists, like, uh, I, I started making a list, and it just went on for, like, three days. I mean, it was, she was upset. Uh, Elton John went on stage and did a tribute to him. Liam Gallagher dedicated Live Forever to oh, yeah. him. I oh, mean, yeah. if every rock and, roll, rock and roll royalty person was devastated. Mick Jagger tweeted about him. Conan O'Brien, uh, Joe Perry, Barrow Smith, Lenny Kravitz. Stevie Nicks shared selfies that they took. Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. Travis Barker saying he owes part of his career to Taylor Hawkins because he used to go see him in clubs when Travis was an unknown drummer. And he would go see him in California and support him. They, they, they are such a huge bridge between yeah. like the sort of classic rock era and all those people and like the current people. And Foo Fighters are kind of like right in between those and everybody from both ends of it loved them and played with them. Yeah. And I think just, you know, you and I have talked about what big fans we are. Oh, yeah. And it's something, it's weird because, you know, I did have the pleasure of meeting him. I'm yeah. very fortunate of that. And I will say he was always so funny and generous and great. Like the one thing I remember him saying, uh, you know, he played for Alanis. And I was like, oh my God, I remember when you drum for Alanis. And he's like, yeah, sorry about that. Oh. He goes, sorry you had to see that. I was like, dude, they oh, laughed and, you know. But he's he was just, he meant a lot to a lot of us. And I think we associate good times we had yeah. with him. So I think that's why we feel personally upset. This is the Morning Mix Podcast. Now, last night was a big night for movies. A uh, big night for uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, yeah. for Will, yep. for Will's right hand, and for Chris Rock's left cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a big night there at the Oscars. Uh, that's where we celebrated the best movies of the year. Best Picture winner was Coda. Uh, also won for uh, Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. A lot of big awards. Uh, Jessica Chastain, by the way, she won Best Actress for uh, Tammy, Tammy Faye. Faye. Mm-hmm. We saw Will Smith win for King Richard. Yep. Um, so, yeah, a lot of big wins last night. Uh, Quest Love won for a documentary, Summer of Soul, which Rip Whip is highly recommending. That's, a great, that's a great yeah. watch. Yeah, it is. So those are all the good movies this year. The Razzie Awards uh, also happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have the mixed top six most nominated films for the Razzie Awards this year. This so, year. Okay. This year. So they, they've done the nominations and then they've done the winners. But we're going to go by top nominated films. So he's got the most nominations for how bad they were. Right. The most Razzies. The most Razzies, right? If you don't know, the Razzies are the Golden Raspberry Awards and they are awarded to the worst films of the year every year. There was a year where Sandra Bullock won the Oscar for Blindside, and then she won a Razzie for a rom-com she had done in the same year. She's one of the first actors ever to go and accept both awards. Yeah. So there you go. In at number six, these are the worst movies of the year in terms of Razzie nominations. Number six, Tom and Jerry. 
The animated one came straight to HBO Max. That wow. Was, it was pretty bad. Forgot that it happened. Yeah, yeah me, me too. I remember talking about it, yeah. and then it's like it never happened. It was like, yeah. exactly. did anybody here see it? I never even watched it. Yeah. You watched it? Well, yeah, my son wanted son. to watch it, yeah. and I, that was one of those. I'm like, you know, I'm going to close my eyes for a minute. Did even he like it? Uh, no. No. Because I woke up. <laughs> you both woke up. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. Mom, it's over. And he oh, was gosh. like, well, mm, yeah. yeah. Can we watch I'm like, Deadpool again? Not much. He just wanted some lasagna. Yeah. And at number five, a lot of people surprised by this one after uh, the push it had, House of Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, most nominated for Razzies. Not great. There you go. I'm not that surprised. No? Yeah. Well, I mean, early on it had all this, oh my God, Lady Gaga was in character for eight months. You can't even recognize Jared Leto. Other people are in this movie. Adam Driver (laughs) is kind of like, how did this happen to me? I've had a pretty flawless record up until now, but all right. (laughs) In at number four, these are your mixed top six uh, worst movies of the year by Razzie nominations. Number four, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Uh, starring LeBron James and a lot of bad acting. You're not Michael Jordan. It's That's the OG. Even Bugs Bunny halfway through that movie was like, I think this sucks, Doc. It was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Guess we better watch out. He's loyal to Michael. Yeah, he sure is. (laughs) In at number three, uh, now I've seen, I haven't seen House of Gucci. I did see Space Jam. But in at number three, we saw this one in the theater. Top worst movies of the year. Dear Evan Hansen, the Broadway musical turned into a movie. Yeah. With Ben Platt, who yeah. starred in the role on Broadway. Which was a little peculiar. I mean, he, yep. he made the role amazing, but he's much older than a high school much student. Older. And I think people were having a problem with that, with was, the movie at least. It was, and it was well documented that his dad produced the movie. Uh, yeah. So then that gets a little sticky too. But he so, was, I think, 28 at the time, playing an 18-year-old. So yeah, yeah it was a little hard weird. to do at 60. It's difficult, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion, it is difficult often to take a Broadway play... Yeah. That is created in a very specific way and then turning it into a movie. They managed to do it with the West Side Story and right. Steven Spielberg. A couple of times now. That's Spielberg. Yeah, yeah exactly. Both, both yeah. are great, but yeah, it is tough. All right. These are the worst movies of the year by Razzie nominations. In at number two, most nominated Razzie film of the year, The Woman in the Window with Amy Adams. Came out uh, simultaneously theaters and Netflix. Not even Amy Adams watched it, from what I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the list. And is that what the Kristen Bell one is kind of making fun of then? Exactly. There's a Kristen Bell parody that has been very well received. The girl in the window. The girl across the street from the woman in the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The girl in the house across the street from the woman in the window. So go with that one. Go with that one over the real one. one. Got it. And then at number one, your Razzie nominee's worst film of the year, Diana the Musical. Not Spencer with Kristen Stewart, yeah. a much uh, well-received, critically acclaimed film. No, 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 no. Diana, the musical in film form. Wow. Did you Boom. even hear ever hear it, uh, no. about this? I knew that they did a Broadway musical of Diana, but I didn't know that they'd made a film of it yeah. or if it's the same thing. I have so many questions and I'm just not. Now, the awards were uh, doled out over the weekend. Uh, the biggest winner of the night, Diana, the musical with five wins. And in its second place, Space Jam, a new legacy with three wins. <laughs> There those are your Razzie Awards. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. All right. So the Oscars were last night, and although the biggest story is that altercation between Chris Rock and Will Smith, uh, well, there were some other things that happened as well. We'll get to that at the end because we'll wrap it all up with the details. But in at number three, another moment that stopped people in their track was Timothy Chalamet showing up shirtless. (laughs) Yep, he had a bedazzled sport coat on and a silver necklace, and he looked very cute. And everybody's saying he's changing the dress code, like... I don't know how many other times guys showed up without a shirt. At the Oscars, certainly not. Right? You know, Golden Globes, they let their hair down a little bit. MTV Awards, forget right. about it. Yeah. My thing was, as a person who's not eager to be shirtless often, I was like, <laughs> how do you sit through a four-hour show comfortable 
and just uh, you just got a little satin on the nipples. Like I'd be uncomfortable the whole night. And it was a deep cut. It a was like a J Lo deep cut. Yes. Like it, it wasn't just. It wasn't like a, a dicky, if you will. Yeah, like, not yeah. even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That would have looked better if you just had the dicky <laughs> up to here and then the the satin jacket. Holy crap! It's a look. It is a look, to say the least. Yeah. In at number two, Beyonce did end up performing at the Oscars last night, and she was very, like, green, yellow, tennis ball colored. Mm. The whole event was. And she was joined by her daughter, Blue Ivy, on stage. She was one of the dancers right in front of her mom. So clearly the talent uh, runs in the family because she crushed it. Beyonce was live from the tennis courts in Compton, where Venus and Serena grew up practicing. So it was all tied in with her song, uh, Be Alive or Alive. Mm. Be alive, be alive, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was in that movie. It was awesome. The, and we, yeah, the whole well, the yeah. movie was great and the performance he I thought was, was amazing. Yeah. Came out swinging like Venus and Serena. Yep. Um, in and number one, Ricky Gervais trending after that epic, unexpected moment between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Well, why would Ricky Gervais be trending? Because Ricky Gervais made a fun of a lot of people when he hosted the Oscars. He basically destroyed the room. There are so many memes going around now about people saying, no one realized you can just walk up to the stage and slap a comedian, but if you could, it would have been Ricky oh, Gervais. Yeah, for he real. would not even be standing. Right? Also, Ricky was doing those jokes at the Golden Globes where people are drinking the whole night. Uh-huh. Is that when right. he brought that beer yeah, up? Yeah, he brought a foster. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 yeah, he would get after it. He definitely would. And um, again, so just to recap, we've been talking about it all day, but Will Smith did slap uh, Chris Rock on stage after making fun of his wife, Jada. He gets it. <laughs> that was your flash briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Brand new episodes every day. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.